Oh, well, uh, where do we start? What with the uh, logging? Ice caps. Bitcoin. Yeah. Obama. Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are taking a very in-depth look of the Supernatural TV show. It's episode 135, Chris. I know we don't really call out our episode numbers very often. I just, for some reason, like that 135 just seemed like a real big number to me. That's a big number. That's, uh, I actually probably wouldn't have realized that. I always think like we're somewhere around 300 or 300. <laughs> we're somewhere around 100 at, at all times, even though I save my episodes by number. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I'm always like, yeah, we're doing like a hundred and something episodes. I don't know. Like we're closing in on 150. We're closing in on three years of Monster of the Week. Yeah, that's, that's a, you, you, you pointed that out to me the other day that this podcast is almost three years old and that's very strange to me. <laughs> that just yeah. feels weird. I still don't think that that's right. Like that, that just doesn't sound right. I'm not real. that old. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not that old. <laughs> We're going to be at different decades of our life when we finish this podcast. Anyway, it's it's going to be a little weird when we're finished with Supernatural. Like I'm going to I was thinking about this the other day. Like everybody knows that they announced season 15 is the last season. Like there's a there's which set like an end date to this podcast, which don't worry everybody. Like when I did the math on that, it's somewhere in like 2021 or some shit. Um, but it's going to be really weird when like we do the last episode. And that's it. Like, there's no more supernatural to do. Yeah. Like, I guess we'll just go immediately into it. the books, into the comic books. Yeah. We'll <laughs> go immediately back to season one and cover it again. Fresh eyes, episode by episode. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to make that promise. Yeah, people. People have made that that joke to me several times. We're like, we'll just start at the beginning, or, or do like a a season, like a do like a one episode on season one, like do a, a per season episode, and like do a recap now that you finish the season. And I'm like. If I'm gonna consume like 23 hours of content for a, yeah. a two-hour podcast, like the math just doesn't work on that. I'm trying math to doesn't, doesn't consume a, out, yeah. a little and produce a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my motto. Mm-hmm. That's my motto in life. <laughs> consume a little, produce a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll just we'll pick something special like bugs, and we'll do a special <laughs> special retrospective on bugs. Everyone's Actually, safe. what we should do is um, we should let the patrons determine that. Uh-huh. Uh, we should we should actually create some sort of episode. Like a like a bracket, right? Mm-hmm. We should create mm-hmm. brackets for each season, and we'll cover the top two that went out. Like we'll do voting, whatever we got to do. We'll we'll have a place in the Discord. We'll let patrons vote, and then maybe we'll extend that out to Twitter people as well. And yeah, patreon.com slash monster of the week if you guys want oh. to directly support us, or if you want to vote in this thing that might happen in three years, assuming we remember to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody will remind us. Somebody will say, well, yeah, because everybody remembers what we say on a podcast. We never remember what we say on a podcast. God. Yeah. People will quote things back to us that are like, I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. And they're like, you said that. And I'm like, what? Oh. <laughs> 
Did I? did I say that? I thought you were saying that. <laughs> I thought you in the Discord just now were saying that, and I thought you were funny. Now you're telling me I said that? I don't believe it. Well, let's uh, let's stop talking about talking about Supernatural, and let's just start uh-huh. talking about Supernatural. What, okay. What's been happening in Season 10, my man? Okay. Last time on Supernatural. Brian, Michael, and Kate were just a couple of fun-loving college kids and aspiring filmmakers, until one day their lives were forever changed. When Brian, who doesn't respect himself or women, falls for Michael's girlfriend Kate, things get complicated. But it goes from bad to worse when Michael, the only person on the entire planet who gives a shit about Brian, turns into a werewolf. Despite this, horny Brian still can't accept Kate as a friend or a person, and insists on also becoming a werewolf. But wait, that's not all. Pissed off about all the gross losers in her life, Kate also becomes a werewolf. And with those tools dead and the dust behind her, werewolf Kate scatters to the wind. Until now. Yep, that was fantastic. I'm definitely going to drop a record scratch in there somewhere, I think. (laughs) Just to really give it that movie trailer feel, you know? Uh I don't really like that. uh I don't know where um, that voice came from. That was good, man. I like that. <laughs> we are covering season 10, episode 4, Paper Moon. This was written by Adam Glass and directed by Jeannot Sork. This came out on October 28th, 2014. This was the Halloween episode this year. Oh. Uh, werewolf Kate Returns. A recent string of werewolf attacks points to a surprising culprit. Kate. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I see. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So it says Kate, the werewolf Sam and Dean let live, and that's 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 the end of the thing. But the okay. way they do this, I never read these. Like these are the official summaries from CW, and they always like in parentheses will tell you like the guest stars and um, like who's starring in it. So what the way this actually reads is Kate, guest star Britt Sheridan, the werewolf Sam, Jared Padalecki, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I miss an episode? <laughs> <laughs> the werewolf Sam is a really. What do you think Sam would do if he was turned into a werewolf, my man? Like, what, what, what do you think would happen? Jeremy, I have the answer for you, and that's that he would have sex with other werewolves. Well, do, do you think it would be it would ruin it for him because it'd be the same? You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be different mm-hmm. from him, and that's what he really what Sam's looking for in his life is just you something might be different. Right. I feel like he'd get himself tangled up in a real Twilight situation. He would oh. insert himself. He'd get back to Chicago. A, <laughs> All yeah, them bone, a human bone vampire. Some vampires. Yeah, right. He would need that that love triangle. I think that's that's. I, I'm waiting to see one of these boys in a real love triangle for real. All right. So yeah, this is a we, we're bringing back Kate. Uh, mm-hmm. If people don't remember from Chris's amazing description, or from the Thank excuse you. me, the guy that we hired to do a movie trailer for the previously on season yeah. ten. Um, yes. um, but if people don't remember, uh, Kate was in the found footage episode and. Um, all of that stuff happened, and at the end, she created a little video using iMovie and handed it off to mm-hmm. Sam and Dean, but even put little sound effects and everything, and music Very on Very nice it. of her to spend the time editing a film after murdering uh, her old friend. While, presumably, drenched in, his, in her friend's blood. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, he was just... Her, his body was in there, I think. I don't like, know. Killed Not, a werewolf, sat down at yeah. the laptop, opened up oh. iMovie, and just, and just went to town, and just like, let's, let's make a YouTube for Sam or and Or as Dean. I like to call it, having a normal one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me. 
Sometimes they just get you. So we start off this episode, right, with classic Bunker Boy vibes. We, I was like, oh, here we go. Sam and Dean waltzing up to this biker bar right now. Of course, it was not Sam and Dean waltzing anywhere. Um, but it's still classic Bunker Boy vibes. Bikers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Creepy dudes. Mm-hmm. Presumably creepy. I can't, I mean, they're, they're leering. And um, at, at what I, I think is a young woman that we see walking in, we don't see her face. We see some blonde hair. We see some red lipstick. Um, but we see her kind of first person walking through the bar until she finds one one fella and then immediately cuts to her and him getting hot and heavy outside, mm-hmm. um, which very quickly turns into her clawing open his chest uh, and presumably eating his heart. And he's he's taken by surprise when he sees her her fingernails <laughs> sure. grow and turn black. Like he's like, "Oh dang! I thought this chick was just ready for a rough rider, and now here I am being rough ridden." Um, Whoa! Did you write that down before here. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I didn't actually. I don't know where the fuck that came from. I do want to point out, um, listeners of the outtakes may have recognized a little tune playing at the beginning of this. Um, Chris, we've had a lot of discussion about werewolves on this podcast about their various uh-huh. sexual proclivities, and mm-hmm. we even created a little song. Um, based on the on a sample from the, the Werewolves of London track, which is playing at the beginning of this, and which I had forgotten that they actually use in Supernatural, and I, I don't know, I may have to dig up that old fuck time track to, to bring it back for the <laughs> listeners. We might have to bring it out. I've actually, I'm actually like learning how to do audio production stuff, like with Logic now. So like, I, maybe I, maybe I need to revisit that and just like see if Ooh, I can fuck time part two. Mm-hmm. Fuck um, time Redux. So we've got a werewolf situation, uh, and then yeah. we go for, to our splash screen. We go to the main episode where mm. Sam and Dean are <laughs> they are uh-huh. posted up um, yep. on what looks like like some. It's not a beach, but it's like a it's on the riverside or something, right? Like they're they're looking out over the water. They are sitting directly beneath a sign that says "No Hunting," which I have to assume was on purpose because that's fucking hilarious. Hilarious jokes. Yeah. Hilarious jokes. The got, boys are on vacation. The they're on, they got. They're wearing sunglasses, sunglasses. man. It's so funny. <laughs> it's weird that they're wearing these like dark black shades. Like they. It's it's very relaxing, right? Like they're sitting down. Uh-huh. They've got the cool between them. They're on vacation. They're on vacation. They're on vacation. Get a little R and R. If you remember from the last episode, this is exactly what Castiel recommended. Like, hey, he actually said before you get back to work, you should consider taking some time off. And I'm like, what is work in this context? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Are you just not going to yeah. do any lore diving? Are you not going to go hassle any widows today? Like you're just going to take time off from that? But whatever. Right, right. Um, this is uh, this scene is pretty funny. I mean, if you and I were sitting there wearing sunglasses, nobody would bat an eye. But seeing Sam and Dean wear sunglasses is extremely hilarious. Um, but yeah, they're sitting there. Sam is asking Dean, like, hey, how you doing? Dean's like, whatever, man. I'm, I'm chilling. We, we're all good. Um, they Wait. do the. Yeah, he, he asked Sam about his arm as the audience standing. Yeah. He's like, what did you do? And Sam was like, it was a demon. Like, okay. Dean's like, okay. I like that uh, throughout this episode, they keep doing the, like, I'm going to pick at you and, like, ask you serious questions um, thing. But on the side, they have, like, casual brother ribbing. Um, which they used to do a lot in early seasons where like the brothers are just acting like brothers. And like, even when they're mad, they're still kind of like making jokes at each other and shit, which I always really liked. Um, and they do that throughout this episode, just at random times. Um, it's just Dean will make fun of Sam or Sam will make fun of Dean. And, uh, it added a little bit of levity to what might otherwise be a bit of a ham fisted metaphor that we travel through on this episode. Um, and we definitely needed that because yeah, mm-hmm. ham fisted is a, is the short way to describe this. Like it's, I it's weird to me that Supernatural doesn't seem to trust its audience enough or maybe the writers just really enjoy like 
explaining the metaphor. Like maybe that's, I know, I know, but like people genuinely like, you know, Hey, we've got this thing. We don't want to imply anything. We're actually going to directly spell it out for you, but it's back to back season nine and season 10. We've had episodes where that the metaphor of, of Sam and Dean, Sam and Dean's like drama that they are currently going through are played out with, like you called them NPCs in our text messages earlier, which uh-huh. I really appreciate it, but <laughs> played out with guest stars basically. And I, I find it very strange. Like I, I get it. I, I know what Sam and Dean are going through. I've been watching the show. <laughs> like you're only four episodes into the season. Mm-hmm. You haven't, this metaphor isn't that, that particularly like difficult to grasp, bro. But whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing here, but, but um, I will say I, I like to live the, the levity of this whole situation and um i like that sam and dean like you have to think this is the first time in a while that they've kind of been on the same side right Mm -hmm. because it's been demon dean for a while even before that dean was kind of hurtling down the path and like being really aggressive with sam the mark was doing some weird things to him so now they're they're kind of back at, at at square one with each other and they're kind of hesitantly reaching out to try to figure out like they definitely have issues with one another and they're trying to figure out how to work that out without biting the other one's head off. Like there's a scene in a little bit where they literally both say, I'm not trying to start a thing here, but which is like yeah. relationship shit one oh one. Like, hey, I don't I don't want this to sound rude or mean or anything, but if I don't tell you I'm going to explode. <laughs> like right, right. and I don't want to be that guy. I, like that's like healthy growth with these two it's dudes. Pretty healthy. This episode, even though when they 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 bicker and they have a little bit of tension, it's a lot healthier than what we're used to seeing. Um but this scene here is funny because they sit there in their sunglasses talking about how, you know, they're taking a break. But they're both like, so, uh, do you see that, uh, see that thing in the newspaper? Uh, yeah, it's probably nothing, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, just an animal text, probably nothing. Um, we should probably check it out, though, right? I mean, just, just to be sure, we should probably check it out, right? It's probably nothing, but we should probably check it out. Yeah, I like this a lot. Uh, Sam saying something to the extent of, yeah, we could call a couple of dudes to go check that out. And Dean's like... Or yeah. <laughs> we could just pop in, pop out, just make sure it's all good. You know, it's never going to go wrong. And, and Sam even says something like, like that always happens to us. Like every time we do these things, like something goes wrong. Um, He's right. But they decide to do it. And I'm glad because it gets us, it gets us a great screenshot that I can't, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with. Um, but it, these boys and the game warden outfits is some of the most hysterical shit I've ever mm-hmm. seen. The game warden mm-hmm. outfits are extremely dorky and these guys are extremely handsome. And it's just a weird mashup in my... It, it's a it, whole... They look like Boy Scouts. It's it, funny because it's, it's like those look weird... Like Boy Scouts. You're right. Uniform shirts tucked into jeans. <laughs> so crazy. And they're yeah. two-toned in, in color, right? So you've got like the yeah. green over part, and then the bottom part of the shirt is like khaki or something. And it's just so weird and bad. It's like it's, it's very hilarious. So they, they put on the gay worn shirts and then go to the police station where they I find like out. that they had to be put into these though, because <laughs> it's always just a suit. It's always <laughs> flannel or a suit, and this is this odd halfway point where it looks like they're actually in a costume. Because it wouldn't make sense for the FBI to show up in right. Washington, the state of Washington, looking at bear attacks. Like no one's going right. to take them seriously. So they are literal game wardens. And the cop is like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad you're here. We have no idea what we're doing. Please explain to us like what this could possibly be." And like. Dean starts running his mouth about Bitcoin and Obama or something. And yeah. like Sam's just like, please show us the dead bodies. That's all we really yeah. need to see. Yeah. Um, so it seems like the hearts have been consumed in all of these animal attacks. Things have been pretty weird. Uh, but mostly they were like out on, in the woods, out, you know, in backyard, stuff like that. But this most recent one happened right outside of a bar. Uh, and that's pretty unusual. 
And there were witnesses this time, but the cops don't think the witnesses are very credible. But Sam and Dean, of course, they're going to go check out a witness. Uh, And this is classic supernatural stuff. So they head out to the bar to talk to this witness uh, who is reluctant to talk. And they're like, hey, man, we've seen some weird shit. You can tell us. And he goes, "Okay, you believe in ghosts? (laughs) This guy literally asked him if they believe in ghosts. I love it. Um, I love I love this whole scene. Like this biker dude is uh, at some point. Dean makes a reference to Sons of Anarchy. I was actually curious if Sons of Anarchy anarchy had come out around this time um because it feels like it's 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 kind of playing off of some of the the, the stuff mm-hmm. like this dude looks and talks exactly like one of the earlier characters in sons of anarchy and it's it was it, it's like it feels like a direct like take on it almost like it's yeah. it's pretty funny i actually like this it's just a little tiny subtle thing that goes against the usual form formula of supernatural where somebody saw the thing and nobody believes them they don't really know what they saw but whatever but he he saw the werewolf attack or he saw something happen. Um, but instead of being like, yeah, this girl attacked him, he thinks that the girl was killed too. And then he's out driving around later, and he's all stressed out about the fact that his buddy died. And then he sees the girl on the side of the road, out by this barn on a back road, uh, and she's covered in blood. And so instead of being like, hey, that's the chick that murdered my buddy, he's like, holy shit, that's the ghost of the girl that was also killed alongside him. It's like some real subtle misogyny. Like, oh, could, she couldn't have killed him. She's a girl. Yeah, no. She's, she's got to be a ghost. What do you mean? <laughs> it breaks my brain to think that, but there's no way anything else is possible. I also like that when they sit down with this dude, he talks about his about his buddy. And um, he's obviously very broken up about it because he's like, yeah, we used to ride together all the time, you know, raising hell. Just real cool stuff, man. And I'm like, what? <laughs> are you talking about i'm just picturing like you being interviewed for my death in this situation i was like yeah man we used to fucking podcast we were on itunes we have a website it was sick dude dot cool dude dot cool you guys had to be there to see it damn i miss him i would uh (laughs) just how how much money would i pay to see jared padalecki have to say dot you mean dot com and like no no dot cool is a is a is a cool dude now you can use it cool it's valid, dude. Go to the website. <laughs> Dot cool is totally valid. <laughs> uh, so I don't. I must have missed something from here. So we go from interviewing this dude. I did, so she's did this guy say that he saw the chick at this barn? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah, he, okay, that's where so he that's, saw her. Okay, cool, he, he was cool. driving out by there. Uh, that was like the landmark. So like, okay, we'll go check out this this barn. Um, there, the line. I guess she likes bad boys. Gets tossed out. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> by Sam, yeah, and the Dean's response, which is, "Where did she get a load of us?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, boys! Oh yeah!" I don't know what this knob is, boys. but I would like for you to turn it down, please. <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't you know what this thing is. You were a demon last episode, but you're just a couple of bad boys. Um, <laughs> so they um they go into the barn. Yep, this barn we've seen many times. This familiar barn. This it's is the barn. the barn. It's from um. It's from the episode uh, where Dean has his flashback at the boys' home. This mm-hmm. is that barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go in, they check it out. Um, there's clear signs of, you know, a beast attack. You know, there's like shit ripped up everywhere, like chickens. Well, yeah, and stuff. there's dead chickens and dead birds that have obviously been eaten. Um, and then before they go very far into this, they see somebody and they hear them talking on the phone. And it's this young woman, blonde, which we, you know, from the witness know that the attacker was, or, excuse me, the ghost was blonde. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Dean kind of gets close to her and she like raises her head up and sniffs the air and immediately bolts and somehow 
I don't know how you could be a werewolf and not notice that Sam Winchester is lurking around you somewhere. <laughs> she runs directly into his chest and like springs off of it. Like it makes a yeah. spong kind of noise. <laughs> it's crazy that they made the sound effect. It's <laughs> really weird. It's a very strange, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm liking the sound direction of season 10. <laughs> I thought the um, spring sounds were really going to get to me, but really they're working. They're like it's bringing working, me in. man. They keep bringing them back and it's working. And despite all of the massive, massive memory loss and brain trauma, Sam sees her and he's like, oh, it's the chick from that movie we watched. <laughs> this is Kate. Uh, this is Kate. Of course it's Kate. Uh, my favorite thing is like, the, it's a big stinger that it's Kate. So like she, he turns her around and Dean sees her and he's like, oh my God. And then we go, we cut to what is very obviously commercial break and we come back and they have literally just tied her up. <laughs> like they just have her yeah. tied. And like, like not just like tied to a chair or like restrained in some way in case she's dangerous. Like they have her arms directly above her head. Like they were about to skin her alive. Sam and Dean yeah. are the creepiest motherfuckers it's in the world. super fucking creepy dude. <laughs> I know she's a werewolf. You ain't got to tell me that, but y'all, I mean, come on, what are you doing? Oh man. So they start grilling her about why she's, um, she's been killing people. Cause you know, last time they checked in, she was on the straight and narrow. They weren't going to have these problems. Clearly, she has failed on that. She says that she couldn't say straight. She's not trying to deny anything that's happened. Um, so Dean is just like, all right, uh, I guess we got to kill you because that's what we do is kill werewolves and shit. Sam very awkwardly pulls him aside so they can have a conversation in the other room. Uh, and basically, the point of all this is like, hey, um, I should I should probably kill her. Um, and I like, is like, is I like this because you not- get a sexual thrill out of killing werewolves after that one time with Madison? Because that's pretty <laughs> fucked up, and you got to talk to a therapist about that, Sam. I like that the conversation isn't should we kill this person. It's no, I want to kill her. I don't think that yeah. you should kill her, Dean. And I get it. Like maybe Dean dipping back into um murder isn't always a. Uh, isn't always a good thing, especially after coming down from everything. And he still has the mark, but it's still an awkward conversation, which she uses as a distraction to start cutting herself loose. Yeah. I like this, um, weird, uh, ability that, that the werewolves have of just changing some parts of their body on command. Mm-hmm. So like, she just like changes her finger into a finger into like the long werewolf fingernail and, and like starts cutting on the rope as they're going back and forth. And, uh, Dean and, and Sam are going back and forth and, you know, I don't think you should do it. Dean's like, why? And all this stuff. And then she just leaves. Yeah. And they get a phone call. They get a phone call. They get the phone call first. That is like, uh, yeah, there was just another killing on the other side of town. It just happened. Like the, the it gets all the extra details. Like, yep. Blood was still warm. Must've just happened. I, um, um, I would like, I would very much like to know how, and, and look, if this is actually a serious question um, for like, so if you're a crime scene expert, please let me know. But like, how do you determine the temperature of a blood at a crime scene? Like I, I can't imagine that these deputies are like putting a, finger in it right like they're not sniffing yeah. it like is I don't there know. A- maybe if it, it was a real cool night and you could see it steaming but i don't think that was the case he's just he stuck a finger in he stuck one toe in. he took a sock and his boot off and he stuck one toe in and, and, got, mm-hmm. and this is why killers go scot-free in washington because they can't convict a single motherfucker even That's though right. there's clear evidence because they keep contaminating the evidence with their sock shit like this <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely unnecessary, but they keep doing it. We found more um, of Pete's fibers in here. I guess he used his sock this time. Damn it, Pete. God damn it, um, Pete. So, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, yeah, now Sam is like, well, uh, uh, maybe maybe it wasn't her, because that's not really adding up. Um, but then she escapes. Yep. Um, so, she runs out. Uh, Dean looks on her phone and uh, gets the last call on it, and it goes to some hotel. So, they're going to go over there and check that out. Um 
while they go over there, uh, we are treated to another kind of back and forth with Sam and Dean. This is going to be kind of the running theme for this episode. And Dean's basically like, hey, why don't why do you think that I'm not like ready to do this stuff? And Sam's like, well, you know, you were just a demon. You know, you did all this stuff. And Dean's like, well, what about you? (laughs) What about me? And he's like, I mean, you know, Lester. And I'm like, are we really bringing up Lester for like the fourth fucking episode? This is ridiculous. I was joking to you like he's this dude's getting more screen time than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. But like, honestly, he's getting pretty close. Let's think about this. There was two episodes in season one that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in, maybe three. Maybe more than that. Yeah, maybe three or four. And then there's, um, and then there's one there's, episode in season two. And then he comes back as a ghost at the end of season two. And then and then he's dead forever after that. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't we, mm-hmm. we don't we don't we don't even seen him in a flashback. So five then, episodes. Yeah. So like Lester's three. Lester's in three right now. Um, one of them is a flashback. I mean, they're all like basically flashbacks, but one of them is just a repeat of scenes we've already seen. But that's still three episodes for Lester. Did Ash get that many episodes back at the um at the Roadhouse? I think we saw Joe and Ellen maybe five times ever. I think um, Ash uh, Ash may be at three if you count the Heaven episode, right? Where they, where they, where yeah. they meet him in Heaven and he's in he's like bouncing around other people's heavens, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angels, what are you guys doing up there? By the way, what are y'all? <laughs> what, what are y'all doing? Where is Ash? <laughs> we're is, in all of the is, Angel where Wars. Is Ash, <laughs> where's Ash? <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Oh man, I you know I I like this conversation. Um, I very much like that they're trying to be polite with one another. I I have some hot takes about Dean that uh, I feel like, and look, he still has the mark of Cain. We've cured him of the demon thing. The mark of Cain was was actively like causing him to be more aggressive and to be violent as he was going through that process. That seems to have been at least abated somewhat. But he mm-hmm. still has it, so presumably that's going to start happening again. Right. Um, this feels kind of emotionally bad to me that Dean like tries to turn this on Sam because it's like Sam has a legitimate concern, and I guess you know what I'm, I'm saying this out loud. I guess Dean does. I guess Sam did do a fucked up thing, and that, yeah. I guess that I guess that does need to be talked about. So I guess and so maybe I feel I'll like yeah, Dean that. is trying to be like, hey, I was a demon, as we keep saying. <laughs> Um, but you were just you and you did like a really bad thing that we would like definitely have problems with if, you know, had we both been back on like season two terms or something. Um, what I don't like about Sam in this is that he completely brushes his own actions off. He's like, oh, come on, whatever. Like it was Lester who gives a shit where I feel like he could like I Sam would own up to it, but make excuses for himself. That's like. But he he just sort of completely dismisses it and acts like he didn't do anything wrong. He's like, yeah, it was super fucked up, but I was desperate and I just I, I had to find you. And he kind of does do that. Um, but I I felt like Sam was less open to the criticism than I thought he should have been. I guess. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still wanted to just talk about Dean's stuff because this felt like it could have been like a pretty good um, a conversation about like, hey you can be forgiven for the demon stuff that you did, but we still need to take it slow. We still have to be careful because of the mark, but it gets kind of just all muddled here and you know, whatever that happens, it's relationships, whatever. But I, um, I guess, you know, in my head, when I watched it the first time, it really felt like Sam was coming to Dean with a legitimate problem. And Dean was like, Oh, well, I'm a master manipulator and I've been manipulating Sam's emotions for years. <laughs> so I'm just going to twist this back around and make Sam feel bad about himself for this Lester thing. But 
really, the more I'm thinking about it, I think I just really don't like Lester, and I'm kind of like with Sam, where I just don't care what happened to him. Like, if somebody murdered... Sam's like, that dude wanted to murder his fucking wife. If it could be literally anybody else, and I'd probably have a huge issue with this, but because it's Lester, I'm just willing to let Sam off the hook totally for it. So you're right. They, this, this back and forth is good. And there's, you know, we pay off of this later when they have this conversation, too. And I really like that uh, they, again, once again, they're very polite with each other. They're very, you know... I don't want to yell and scream like they're they're obviously trying to rebuild their relationship as brothers that had so cracked in season nine. Right. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I mean, remember, like the last time they really talked about their feelings, Sam said, I don't want to be your brother. Like that was what was happening. Yeah. So yeah. them rebuilding this is good. And then as they get to the spot, they're like, yeah, this is good. This this feels good to talk about. And Sam's like, yeah, this is good. And like, clearly it is not good. But it's they're going, clearly not good. They're making say, the effort. You say L- LMAO, but you're not LMAO. <laughs> but you're really CMAO, crying yeah, my ass crying off. Crying my ass off. Is that a thing? Is um, CMAO a thing? It is now. Uh, so they roll up on the motel. They're looking in. They see a Kate-shaped person come out of a Kate-shaped <laughs> room. I don't know. And they follow her. Uh, and then they get onto a trail, like a hiking trail or something. There's you know lots of people out running around, and um, they're not isolated or anything like that. But they follow her into into the, this path in the woods. We're thinking it's Kate the whole time, and then we spin her around. Oh shit, it's not Kate. It's just a lookalike. And she's like, ah, I'm just an army. Why are you big men sticking guns in my face? I'll scream. Uh, but before that can happen, dude's like, okay, lady, it's fine. I'm just going to cut you with this knife. This just is tester. They just got a tester, dude. This is amazing. Like, uh-huh. it just it, it put it out of your mind for a minute that this is actually the bad guy at all of this, right? Like, let's, 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 like, they have just randomly stalked a woman through a park that is filled with people. Yeah. Filled with people. There's, there's, there's just like, there's runners, there's joggers, there's, there's dudes doing yoga in the corner. Like, it, there's this, this little park has just a ton of people in it. And they, come up on her like a coster and then like pull out a knife and say they're gonna test her and she starts screaming this is the creepiest shit that they've done since they tied up her sister in the last and earlier in the episode it's extremely villainous and it's a little bit frightening um but at the last second she's like i'm a werewolf (laughs) the uh we got to get a gif of of her change because it's so sudden and like Uh she just like kind of she literally like she lunges and 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 snarls at them and i I really want to see that in slow-mo to see how well the cgi works because it was it was a very funny thing and like it's it's, i guess it's supposed to be scary but like i was just like oh yeah that's that was a quick change yeah um so it's it's not gate but it's still a werewolf um she oh um she attacks sam right and then kate pulls her off of sam and then she she runs away Mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit that's kate's sister uh well you got some explaining to do girl um time to go to a coffee shop (laughs) yeah well i mean first it's time to yell at 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 kate for a little while like dean's very upset about this and it's like we let you go because we thought that you could be trusted i'm like did you ever actually talk to her this was like the only time you've seen her is in the film that she made for you yeah i don't Um, even i i sort of remember them having a conversation but i'm also i'm like i don't know if i imagined that i can't i can't remember enough details about that episode i know they were following him around i don't know that they interviewed they definitely came to the door once and knocked on the door because they were filming. I remember that scene where they were like filming from the side of the porch or whatever. I don't remember if they talked to Kate or one of the boys. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. Um, Dean just yells at her about like making pups, which seems kind of gross when you're talking about your sister. I don't know why. It's a little gross. Um, but yeah, that's- but yeah, eventually they go, they go to the coffee shop and she kind of explains this whole situation before she explains the sister. She's like, that's why I carry this. And she brings out like this, t- this weird, like, 
I don't know. Is this like a replica of uh, Geralt's sword from The Witcher? Is that what this it's is? This little, it's this little dagger. You can't call it a knife. It's a dagger. Uh, oh, and I don't. Me, I didn't. Boy. I didn't know. Well, I know I wasn't criticizing you. I was just like making fun of this thing because it, oh, yeah. it's just it's got its whole fucking look. All right, l- listen, Mister. You, you better get your blade straight around me, Mister. Um, <laughs> Give me your best Blade Boy voice. Like, here's, you're, so like, here's you, what you, you have need to, to explain a YouTube. You're recording a YouTube video. Explain the difference between a knife and a dagger. Here's the thing that you need to understand about knives and daggers. <clears throat> it's that uh, the throat clear is essential. Of course, of <laughs> course. You, you're about to get learned. Um, you have to see that, um, of course, a knife is... Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, but that's the voice. <laughs> well, the first thing that my, my, my master taught me about blades was... Uh, <clears throat> that... Uh, okay, enough of that bit. They are at this coffee shop. They're talking to her. She's got her dagger. I didn't know... That werewolves could even carry silver because she's carrying this dagger to be like, hey, in case I ever get out of control, I'll I'll put a knife in my own heart. I'll I'll stop myself, Um, which, you know, cool if she's got that handle wrapped up in like leather or whatever. But I just feel like even having the silver nearby would like freak her out. Although maybe in the past we've seen that they wear the silver bullets around their necks or something. So I guess it's not as big of a deal. It's just a, a heart, a heart kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the thing. It's not, well, it's not important. I guess what would have happened if they, how were they going to test her then? Like, were they going to cut her and see if she heals? Is that the, is that the test? Yeah, I think it's, you, you what, cut her, it would like, it would, it would, it would just be like a regular cut, but otherwise it would be a werewolf cut and like fur would come out of it. <laughs> they don't bleed. They just spill out <laughs> just a bunch, spill of, loose a bunch fur. of fur. <laughs> Shit, Sammy, get the vacuum. <laughs> God damn, get the Roomba. <laughs> yeah, get the Roomba, Sammy. <laughs> It's a real witch trial of a test. Jesus Christ. If, if I cut you and blood comes out, you're fine. Uh, excuse me? That just means I'm cut. Yeah, it's got to be your throat, though. <laughs> Sammy, get the Roomba! So she explains um, her sister. Uh, when she left at the end of the episode in season seven, probably, if I had to guess. Uh, I don't really remember. Maybe season eight. Uh, she she took off on her own. The first place she wanted to go was home to her mom and to her sister um, and to her dad, I think was there too. But she as she approaches the house and she stares through the window like a fucking crazy person, she realizes mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, I'm a werewolf. And A, I could I could lose control and they could be in danger. Or B, those weird hunky boys could, could come put, looking for me and put my family yeah. in danger. And I'm like, God damn, Sam and Dean are the worst people in this fucking episode. Sam and Dean are a threat. <laughs> So she goes. She 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 runs away, um, and she she just disappears into the into rural America until she finds out that her sister was in a bad car accident and was going to die. And she goes to the hospital to see her to say goodbye. And um, she realizes while she's at the hospital, like, oh yeah, I could take this curse. And me and Autumn like both looked up and we're yep, like, oh, yep, what? Yep. <laughs> I could take this curse and I could use it for something good. And I'm like, girl, this never works out. You could mm-hmm. ask Sam about mm-hmm. this. It ask never Sam. Works you should have called Sam. Mm. Dean's uh, carrying a curse right now, and he want, he's trying to do good shit with it and turn yep, him into a fucking demon. Yep, turn him into a demon. Um, yeah, so she thought that she could be a cool guy, but her sister was not quite as uh, as strong and um, willful as as Kate was. You've got you've got pretty tight relationships with your siblings, right? Yeah, they're pretty tight. If one of them turns you into a werewolf to save uh-huh. your life, what's your like? And again, like the situation that's presented is she does this. And she like steals her away from the hospital and puts her in a car and then like drives away. And then like the sister wakes up in the car and she explains the werewolf thing to her. Like, she, she says, I just well, came clean. So like sister with the big hands is on the driver's seat uh-huh. and you wake up and all of a sudden you're a werewolf. What happens? 
I would be like, wow, I always thought the shoe would be on the other foot here. <laughs> but I thought if one of us was a cryptid, it would be me. If anybody is uh, a cryptid in this household, it's Chris. It's, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask because I'd be like, oh, word. <laughs> like, I, I love the television show Supernatural. Let me give this a whirl. Let's see what's going to happen. I'm not a regular person anymore. I'm I mean, always- it might be... Might be different when I'm bleeding hair everywhere, and Sam's gonna get the Roomba on me. But you know, I've always wanted to fuck a werewolf, and now I don't even have to. I could just do it. I could fuck I'll myself be, on the I'll time. be right back. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom, sister. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, oh no, I don't want to have these conversations around them. See, it gets awkward. I, it. I take it back. I take it back. You'd it, be bad. It immediately gets awkward, right? Yeah, it's yep. so fucking weird. Um. So yeah, she and you know she explains all of this stuff and is like, yeah, we got to try to keep the werewolf side under control. And then she comes back home one day and this and the sister has taken out a light bulb and crushed it on the floor, which was kind of weird. I didn't understand what was happening there. And then like dragged a dead body to the corner and she like was eating out of its heart. And then like looks at her sister and like smiles and is like, this is the dopest shit I have ever done in my life. Like this chick, <laughs> this chick loves being a werewolf and she loves killing humans. So absolutely, she's all in. And you know they're they're kind of I think we missed a line at somewhere through here. No, no, I think it's at this point that uh, they're kind of asking her like, "Well, why did you jump in front of the bullet? Like you 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 were you were ready to die, so we couldn't find out about her." And she's like, uh, "She's family, and she's worth eating a bullet for." And I'm like, "Are we Sam? Do you give each other this look like the, the fucking?" And I'm like, "Wow, okay, so we're just like on the <laughs> just on the nose, huh? We're we're, we're just we're, we're making the I thing." Mean, you could do some interesting stuff with like the metaphor because like they're both literal monsters. Um, Sam and Dean have both done literal monstrous things, and um, you know there's some parallels that could be a little bit more subtle. Like later on, she's like, "Oh, you know, she wasn't herself anymore." That could have been Sam's attitude when Dean was a demon, but he never gave up on Dean. He believed that he could still save. You know, there's there's some stuff, but then they do the fucking the long lingering looks between the two of them, and it's like, "God damn it, Sammy, just go out get the Roomba," and like enough of this. Yeah, it's it's a little weird about this this whole thing. I um every time like if me and Jess are sitting next to each other and we're talking to somebody else and they're like you know well that's just that's how it is when you're in a relationship we don't look at each other like hmm. mm. it is it is like something <laughs> like when you're in a relationship huh I mean you guys <laughs> we are, just go yeah totally <laughs> you guys are like Gen Z or whatever so I just assume mm-hmm. that you look at each other and quote a meme about the situation to one another right like that's yeah that's, we, that's, quote, that's, we quote a vine we go sorry I'm on the toilet or something like that. <laughs> sometimes it do be like that jess (laughs) sometimes it do be like that (laughs) kate says uh she doesn't want them to just kill her sister she says she wants to chase after her sister herself and that um if she can't convince her to calm down she'll kill her herself and dean's like well that's cool but you know you could have just come to us because we have a werewolf cure and she's like what no way you're sam like sam like tenses up like he's about to nut like he's like (laughs) Because he doesn't know how to handle Dean lying. Yeah, he can't. He tries to play it off smooth a second later, but I'm like, dude, you're huge. What, yeah, do, you, yeah, you're what do you mean? So, you're, you're, your big open face is revealing all of your emotions yeah. to everybody. He's slack jawed, uh, looking at Dean like, huh? So Dean basically says, like, hey, we can cure you by yourself, or we could do it together if you take us to where your sister are, is, excuse me. And, and Kate's all into it. She's like, yeah, let's go. And as they get in the car, Sam's like, dude, there's not a cure. And Dean's like, hey, man, they're monsters. And we hunt monsters the last time I checked. And I'm like, you have been having this conversation for 10 goddamn years. Yep. Like, yep. figure it out already. Like, I don't. 
I mean, you. I mean, either you have to lean into it and say like it's a hardline stance. If you do anything monstrous, you're dead. In which case, if I can eat the bullet right now, or every situation is different, and we're going to try to treat it as, as with as much care and respect as possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah, here is back in the in the Apollo right where Dean is like, yeah, I mean, we're both awful because we keep saving each other, so we just got to like kill this chick and like put an end to this. Um, or Sam is like, hey, like maybe let's not drop our ten seasons of baggage at their feet, like. And so Dean is like, all right, well, the, what's what's your fucking plan then? I don't know. I don't know what Sam's plan was. I don't I, remember. I don't think the writers didn't say. <laughs> they, he says, well, do you have was a better a rhetorical pl- question? It says, do you have a better plan? And then it's a crash cut to Sam in the backseat of the Impala. Kate, yeah, why didn't they make Sam sit in the back? Kate asleep in the front seat. At, presumably in the back she, with, the, with the Roomba under his arm. Presumably it's uh, the Winchester Roomba. I'm going to put I'm gonna put like a Dean's face on this on my Roomba. Yep. So when it goes yep. around, I can just see Dean hoovering up all of the werewolf here in my house. Um yeah, so presumably she's navigating, right? That's why they put her in the front seat. Like she's she's yeah. showing them where to go. I mean, she's fucking sleeping, but yeah. I love um, this though because they have what would have to be the most bonkers conversation to a uh-huh. civilian directly uh-huh. over the top of her head. They're going back and forth. This is another like let's get out of our emotions and talk about our feelings and talk about our problems kind of conversation. D- Sam describes in detail. He's like, Dean, you were a demon. You died. I carried your corpse yeah. to the bunker. And I'm like, if anybody heard this, they would think you're a fucking crazy person. Right. But Good you thing know, she's a sound sleeper. She's super I mean, she's a werewolf. You know how you know how dogs do. They you don't know wake how up they be dog. snoring. You know how they be snoring. Um yeah, he literally treats her like she's just a dog, like she can't understand him. I do like this scene though, because it starts with Sam being like, Okay, that thing we were talking about earlier and I was being really defensive and, and shitty about it. Well, okay. There were other instances of me maybe breaking the rules a little bit besides just less lester um i think he he explains that you know the rest of the more demons or monsters or whatever like he, he lester was the only like human casualty in all of this stuff you know he was he was that one that one like real step over the line um but i like that he's just willing to admit it i mean when you look at like this guy's rap sheet. It's like, holy shit, you wouldn't, you're, this is unforgivable. Everything you guys have done is unforgivable. We're just going to, we're going to take a step back. It's supernatural. We can do that. Um, <laughs> but I, so I like that he's just opening up and he's basically like, yeah, dude, I took your corpse. I had to carry it home and I brought it into your bed and I laid you down on your bed and then you were just gone and I didn't know what to do. And I surrounded you with your busty Asian beauty magazines and I left yeah. a Led Zeppelin record at the end of the bed and you, I didn't I know what else funny. to do. And I didn't know what else to do. Um, but yeah. And it was just like, it, just a whole mess. And then I like Dean's response to this too. How he he's like the note in everything that happened, everything I did, it was embarrassing. The whole last this. thing. Yeah. And it's such a, that, that to me is such a real thing where it's like, Hey, I'm not, you know, maybe maybe my anger was justified, but I'm still embarrassed that I got mad. You know, maybe maybe the thing that you did to me, Sam, wasn't right. And I mean, this isn't really what the situation is, but like, but I'm still embarrassed by the way that I behaved. Um, even if it was justified, I shouldn't have acted like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not what Dean is really saying. He's just saying I'm embarrassed, and that's one of the most human things that a dude can feel. And I don't mean dude; I mean like me and a Dean can feel. Um, and and Sam says. The same thing back to Dean that Dean said to him earlier, where Dean said, I was a demon. Sam says, oh, yeah, thanks. I noticed um, or whatever. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so you know, Dean says that he was embarrassed, and um, Sam says, "Dean, you were a demon." And <laughs> Dean repeats back that line: "Is oh, I was a demon. Thanks, I didn't realize." And they get the, uh, the you know, the shut up, quick laugh from Sam, and then the, uh, Dean's kind of begrudging thank you to his brother. I like um, this. Um, I, I like this. The embarrassing stuff is it really works for me. Like it feels like a very honest interpretation of Dean's reaction to what happened. Because presumably he still has all of these memories, right? Like, so he mm-hmm. remembers acting like a fucking idiot and acting like a frat boy and acting like a super scary demon dude. And I guess we're just like, nobody's even bringing up Cole anymore. So I guess he's just yeah. <laughs> it's bleeding out in a library somewhere. But um, it's like this embarrassing comment is 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 really insightful in a, in a, in a way that Supernatural sometimes isn't. Like, it's it really cuts to the quick of exactly how I think anybody would feel if you woke up after a long binge and like somebody showed you a video of you, you know, acting a fool at the karaoke station or murdering a person with the blade of cane. Just kind of having to actually look at your own behavior and actually like take a step back and go, Oh shit. You know, it's just, it's embarrassing, you know, exactly. to have to realize I've, I've done things and I'm not proud of them and I should hold myself to a higher standard. And I, I fully embraced these these bad aspects of myself or whatever um i i out of nowhere i got like mildly choked up during the scene yeah it's it's an emotional scene absolutely and sam says uh what you don't ever have to say thank you not to me blah 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 i Um, like i like dean's line a lot because it's not just thank you he says not to mention i forgot i never said thank you to you and like and that's coming right after the embarrassing thing so like he's even embarrassed about that right like because it's been too long for him to say anything so it feels weird and yeah sam's response is like you never have to say that to me um is is really good like that's the that's the line that really got me the you never mm-hmm. have to say that because it's you know jared delivers it delivers it with a with a real earnestness that i think sam actually would believe and it's it's really good like all of this stuff is like this is the brother drama that we crave like all of yep. this stuff is really really yep. good there's um, still tension there but that um you know and he isn't saying you don't have to say sorry to me he's saying you don't have to say thank you to me because you would do it for me i would do it for you it is it is what it is and it's and it's a less toxic way to look at what is sometimes a very toxic relationship between the two of them um and there's still some tension not everything is completely cleared out here you know there's it still feels like in some ways they're both holding back some stuff a little bit but it has reestablished them i think is pretty much being on the same side in this situation yeah we need to um what was the thing? Was it a shapeshifter or something that got them to argue with each other? And like, yep. as they started arguing about demons and shit, like the shapeshifter just sat down and was like, what the fuck are these two dudes talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, it can't have been a shifter, man. Oh, was, the, was it the siren? The siren. Form of, yeah, yeah, of like yeah. a better brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, this, this emotional scene is the last part of the episode and we don't have anything more to talk about because it's really dumb yeah, and boring for the rest of it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> We're out. See you later. Dude, there um, was there was a scene in this episode that I remembered from being from a different episode and I I remember watching it at the time live and being like, it's about time. It's when those like werewolf wackies like try to take the Winchesters on. They're like, who are these fucking minor leaguers over here? I love who think it. They could take us down. It's it's a corny little thing, but I it stuck out in my memory because I remember watching it the first time thinking like, yeah, it's about time you guys said something like that. Um. So after they have their big emotional conversation, they wake Kate up. And uh, Kate explains that they kind of set up a rendezvous spot, so if things got bad, they could meet up at their their old camp house or whatever. Um, and when they get there, um, Dean's like, "Hey, you know, you got to come out." And then she like turns around, he immediately cuffs her, and she realized, "Oh shit, 
there's not a cure. You're you're yeah. here to kill her and me. And Dean, despite not being demon Dean, is very terrified in this scene. I forget exactly what he said, and I forgot to write make a note of it. But he's basically like he's basically telling her he's going to kill them both, and he's just doing it very flatly. And like the camera goes back to Sam, and Sam's like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who are you? Who and what are you doing? Where is oh, my brother? What? Is that allowed? <laughs> I knew that there wasn't a cure, and yet I'm still surprised. Is this allowed?" Um, yeah, they, uh, they head inside. Um, oh, you know, Dean, what does Dean say? He says that, um, as she's, uh, as, as Kate is, is handcuffed, Dean says that Tasha is in too deep. Um, and he says, you don't ever come back from that. Not ever. That's and, what, uh, yeah, that's what I, I was like. Oh, uh, what does that mean? Yeah. Dean? Yeah. Cause that, that's the, that's the line that's like, Hmm, Hmm, excuse yeah. me. It's like, Dean, what are you, uh, what are you trying to imply about yourself here? Um, and I guess it, as much as it, this is kind of on the nose, it does imply that even though Dean's saying he's embarrassed and whatever, he's, he's thankful to Sam. There's also still that part of him that is like the raging monster. And he's fully aware that, that aggression, that, you know, desire is kind of still in him no matter what you do you can't just walk away from that um and i wish that they kind of just left that there because it's an ambiguous line and it's kind of a scary or unsettling line and then they just sort of they make sure that they double down on it later um they head inside um so sam you know he he fans out one way dean goes the other way sam finds uh tasha the sister and just as you know the confrontation is about to begin he realizes that Dean, somebody's gotten the jump on Dean, another werewolf, and he gets brought in at gunpoint. Um, Kate gets taken in next. Um, and um, yeah, so Tasha has turned other werewolves and has like created a a pack uh, of, of of a new family, basically. There's a lot of uh, of macho aggression going on in this place. Can we can we just take a moment and and describe these two new werewolves that Tasha's uh-huh. created for herself? Because Travis and Brandon are real fucking winners, man. Like, uh, did she yep. go back to the biker club that she like killed that dude and like recruit two seedier looking dudes somehow? Like, what she? Well, she was like, I've seen Underworld, I've seen Rise of the Lichens or whatever that movie's called. You know, is and it called I, Rise of the Lichens? I think the third one. It's a prequel, and I think it's called Rise of the Lichens or something like that. And she's like, those guys with their long hair and top knots, they looked. Like werewolves, and that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm after. I look like a regular old gal, but I want some werewolf-looking hunks in my life. But she could only find like you know, like the two-bit, two-bit werewolf-looking dude. So that's who, that's who she got. Chris, I just googled Underworld: Rise of the Lichens, uh-huh. and uh, number one, I spelled it so I spelled it wrong. Uh, but number two, okay, you are so on the fucking money. <laughs> I'm texting you. <laughs> I'm texting you a picture right now, and Jesus Christ, like if if Brandon and Travis had lived in wherever oh, time yeah. period this oh, takes yeah. place in, they'd be wearing this dumbass looking armor and no looking question. like this. It looks like this dude. This is fucking no question crazy. Yeah, yeah. I got to put that in the fucking show notes now. Man. It's that's just crazy. like it's funny because you go like, oh yeah, that's. Like that's what a werewolf would look like, but then you realize like they were dudes who were like just turned recently. <laughs> like oh, I guess he already grew his hair out before he got turned. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta recruit. Me and Autumn talk about this on Dead Blood Club sometimes. Of like, if you were gonna get turned into a vampire, you want your shit to be tight. Like you want to hit the gym mm-hmm. real hard before you're gonna get turned, right? Like you don't want to yeah. get. I don't, right. don't want to get turned into a vampire the way I look right now. Like I want, I want Beachbody Jade to get be turned into a vampire. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when when Nosferatu starts creeping in your winter, you go, "Listen, Nos, can I call you that?" Um, 
I, I need some time to work on me. I'm not trying to escape. Keep me enthralled. Whatever. I know you have your mind powers. Let it be, bro. But let me get a little bit cut first, dude. Like, you look at this flab. I'm not trying to have that for eternity, bro. Let me get a slice. You know what I'm saying? Give me, let me get my, give me get a mani petty. <laughs> Yo, let me take care of my shit, dude. I think I made this joke on Dead Blood Club, but like, I got a hangnail right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me get my shit sorted, then we'll talk, all right? Yeah, these guys, these guys suck. And um, if you think that these guys suck, wait till Tasha talks for what feels like 45 minutes. Because a long time. Up till now, uh, like our experience with Tasha has been, you know, very little to do with the actress. We, she had the very quick scene of where she pretends to be innocent and then like does the lunge towards Sam. And now she gets the opportunity to like talk and do her big villain speech. And it is God awful. Yep. It's 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 just long um, and excruciating. Autumn actually l- looked up and was like, "Has this been going on for like a long time right now? Like, it just seems like really <laughs> weird." <laughs> she's just fully stoked to be a werewolf, and she's like, "Hey, Kate, if you're fully stoked to be a werewolf too, sis, then you gotta eat Sam Winchester's heart. I know it's huge. If you want to be my Khaleesi, you gotta eat this whole ass horse heart in front of me and all my friends. Do it right now." And her whole motivation for 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 doing this is that. Her whole life, she felt weak, and she felt like she was being pushed around by her parents or even by Kate. And so, when she gets these abilities, she realizes that she has she's a superhero essentially without the hero part. Like she's badass. She yeah. even calls herself awesome at one point. Um, and so, she wants to create a pack, and she wants to go out and, and be a badass. And you know, Kate is obviously trying to talk her against this. Um, and meanwhile, they have so that Kate and Tasha can talk. Uh, they they the the two underworld guys take Sam and Dean out into like the hallway or whatever and just like put them down on their knees and yell at them some. Um, yeah, I don't know how deep you want to go into this Tasha Kate stuff. It seems pretty simple on, on like I mean, but they they go on about it for a while. So yeah, um, she the the my biggest takeaway from this was that she calls uh, Sam and Dean Mary Kate and Ashley. I thought that was pretty funny. It's pretty um, good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also call Sam just, Paul Bunyan, which happened on the Gilmore yeah, Girls. <laughs> she's she's literally spitting out these um these insults like you would not believe and it's hilarious. Um but yeah, so these other the, the rise of the lichens, they take out Sam and Dean uh to the other room, you know, uh Tasha's like, have some fun with him. They talk some shit. Sam and Dean are like, are these guys fucking serious? Who are these nobodies? These guys are these guys are literally new. Um, and then they pull out daggers or knives. The boys have knives, excuse me, silver knives, and they just instantly kill these werewolves. And it's just such a nothing thing for them to do. Forget the fact that we're trying to have Dean not murder anybody. He just murders these guys, and it's such a they're so low level. These NPCs are so low level that like Dean just doesn't even notice it. Yeah, it's these are mobs. These these are mobs yeah. in a um. What do they call the like the the warriors kind of games? The like. Where there's like a thousand dudes on screen and you, you in a Muso game in a Muso games, yeah, um, it's it's like they're 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 a low level mob in one of those. Yeah, and like, it means nothing. It even, doesn't even, even activate the 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 lust to kill or the mark of Cain. It's just like you know that didn't even feel it. Yeah, I don't it's even like, I don't even feel it. Sam doesn't even feel it. guilty about that. He's not even no, no, going to no, no, like no. talk about that in his diary tonight. No, so. absolutely won't even get a mention in the diary. It was such a nothing experience. Dean's um, comment yeah. of like welcome to the big leagues, and I'm like, all right, Dean, you're having okay. way too much fun with this. Uh, yeah. We go back over to Kate and Tasha, and it seems as if Tasha has convinced Kate to come be in her pack. And uh, yeah. Kate says, I love you. And Tasha says, I love you, too. And, and Kate is like, you will always be my queen. And then she uh, <laughs> she kills her sister. She kills her and... sister, stabs her in the heart uh, with her yeah. with her polka dot little knife. Uh, or excuse yeah. me, dagger. I'm sorry. Yeah, Labor. get it right, Jeremy. Um, um. <laughs> and then, like, like they... 
just the the next scene is just Sam Medina in the car, and yeah, because they just let Kate get away. They're like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess we're leaving. We don't. I mean, there's three dead bodies here. Should we dispose of those? They're werewolves. Nah, let's just leave them in this cabin in the woods. I'm like, let's just move on. Wait, wait for some other kid to find them. I guess. Um, yeah, somebody will come to rent this in a couple of years and be like, ah. Uh. And we get this is this is a weird setup. So I want to get this Kate stuff out of the way real quick, so we can focus on the emotional stuff. Sam and Dean are going to have this long conversation about their emotions in the middle of it. Kate calls from a payphone. She calls uh, her own cell phone that Dean still has, and it, they're basically like, "Hey, you, you know, keep your nose clean, and we won't have to come find you." And I'm like, "That's Dean. Don't. That's super creepy. She just killed her sister. She's obviously in an emotional duress. Like, maybe just let yeah. the chick have a moment." Um, but she's basically saying, "Like, yeah, I'm going to chill. Uh, I never want to see either one of you again. Bye." And she walks away right. from yep. the payphone. Uh, and goes into the dark. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Sam and Dean have their final conversation in the episode, and uh, Sam starts it out with saying, "Like, hey, we were we were supposed to take some R and R. We were supposed to take time off so that we could talk about this stuff, so we could deal with the things that we have been and done, and and it's not working. And like, you haven't done that. Like, you just you got right back into a job. And I know that was partly my fault. And I, I and I love this because like this is like." the language that they're using in this is actual, like it feels like what you would do if you want to be in a relationship with somebody, not like Mm -hmm. a sexual relationship with somebody, although that counts too, but just any relationship, whether it's friendly or a sibling or sexual or romantic or whatever. It's a lot healthier verbiage that they're using. Exactly. Like it's not, it's, it's not bitch and an asshole and it's not, it's not yelling at that. The other one was right. It's not Dean saying my way or the highway and it's not Sam getting wrapped up in guilt stuff. It's Sam like, Hey, I'm partially to blame for this, but we have to change this. It's not working. I, I really like mm-hmm. this whole scene. Yeah. Um, essentially it's just like, we jumped into this too soon. Maybe we ought to just, just cool off. Um, I like that, that Dean kind of comes back with like, yeah, maybe I'm not ready to be doing this, but I'm just trying to like do the right thing. I'm just trying to take this, this curse, you know, mm-hmm, and make something mm-hmm, good out mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, he he just wants to do the right thing because to quote him, he's sick and tired of doing the wrong one. Um, Great and I get that. Team. I really appreciate that because a lot of times he won't express his embarrassment or his guilt or anything like that. Like obviously he'll cry or like we'll see a man pain moment or something, but he doesn't always just say it to Sam and he's not coming out and saying like, Hey, me accepting the mark of Cain and going down this road. That was bad. Me letting uh, an angel possess you and all these problems. That, you know, that was bad. He's not saying those things specifically. But he's he's just saying I'm tired of doing the wrong thing, you know, and I and I get why he would want to do or to take up this hunt because, hey, look, animal attacks. That's a werewolf. That's something we can go in and we can deal. That's usually black and white. That's a hunt. We can save the people. We can hunt the thing. It didn't work out like that this time. And obviously that made things more complicated. But that's ironically what, you know, because they they didn't hunt the thing the last time they ran it to the thing. So now they're yeah. having to hunt the thing again. Yeah. I think that, you know, the spiral just gets more and more uh, spirally. It's it's just they're out of control. But I really appreciate that that honesty and that like, you know, I'm tired of doing the wrong thing. I just want to do the right thing, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know how to find what the right thing is. All I know is that I'm tired of doing the wrong thing. And then Sam gives him one of those big old Sam looks. And then the episode ends. It's good. Like this, the, the line about with the right things and the wrong things is a really, really good line. Um, and overall, like there's a lot of this episode that I feel is, is really, really well written. It's specific, specifically the parts around Sam and Dean. Um, and then there's, there's some weird, like, I mean, just the stuff that we've mentioned it, like in the, in the fringes or in the margins that are, 
very questionable. <laughs> like, what, why are you talking like that? But um, mm-hmm. this stuff just feels so real and 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 powerful. And it's and it's again, it's it's the stuff that we like. We we want Sam and Dean to be on the same team. And we, if there's going to be drama between them, we want it to be realistic drama. We don't want it to be manufactured drama. And right. this feels like that. Like this feels like they are on the same team. They have some shit that they have to work out with each other, and they're doing it for the first time. Like they, like one of them is about to realize they need to go see a therapist, right? Like Sam's about yeah. to be like, "Hey, we need to go get. We need to go talk to some people about. We need to go talk to a professional about this and let them deal with our stuff." And yeah, like I think that's. I, I mean, like this is good, Chris. Like this is the shit. Like I, I can't believe like the supernatural. Like they that they hid this in a fucking werewolf episode about a chick that I do not care about and brought her back for another episode and then mm-hmm. gave her a sister that's awful, <laughs> just totally yeah. awful. Yeah. Um. And like there's there's some like it's weird that I think some of the best stuff supernatural has done in a while is in like this random monster of the week episode and this random throwaway episode almost. Like they talk about the mark of Cain. Um, I don't think they ever mentioned Castiel or, I mean, Dean talks about Crowley just a little bit, but like, we're not, we don't do any meta plot stuff besides, oh yeah, we're going to have to deal with the Mark of Cain later. Like we don't go, they don't show any of the redhead from the last episode that we still don't know who she is. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's just, yeah, why off- show us that? And then just leave it. And that's like- so fucking weird. Like, I guess because it would be even more jarring at the end of this one, right? Like if you- it should have been a cold open to the episode that it takes place. I- agreed. In. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. It seems like really weirdly paced. Um, and then the next episode is, is going to be like the mes- next episode is a monster week episode too. So it's, it's, uh, oh, that is really weirdly placed in the season. But yeah, I I just man, I can't I can't tell you how much I like this episode because of that stuff. Like it's really really good. Yeah. I don't even mind Kate. Like I don't, I wouldn't sister. mind if she shows back up again. Like she's kind of right. a cool chick. Like I like the idea of a werewolf. I don't like the idea of her like living on like deer carcasses and stuff in the woods or anything. Like I feel like she could probably like you know work a job, buy a chicken, eat the chicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we all do. Like mm-hmm. we go out to the store and buy a chicken. She just needs a live one every day. Like that's a right, different story. Right. So buy them from a farm. <laughs> but honestly, live chickens aren't that expensive. Like you can probably pay about the same amount that you would for a quarter pounder at McDonald's that you would for a chicken. <laughs> so like they're not that bad. Especially, that bad. I mean, I mean, really, if you really wanted to do it, you could set up a farm. Yep, exactly. And Run her own farm. Grow your own chickens and then make your own. <laughs> Demon Dean Boyd mayonnaise. There <laughs> we that, go. It's a joke that will not make any sense for a little while. Listen to the outtakes, folks. They're funny. And sometimes they're not, but yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> sometimes they're super gross and they take a while to talk about to get to, to, get to the funny, but whatever. <laughs> sometimes I just get mad. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, I, I, what I was saying is I like Kate. Like, she's a decent character. I just don't care about her that much because they haven't really given me a reason to. And I can't believe that all of this good, good supernatural stuff is in, like, in this episode. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts, or you want to you want to you want to put a pin on it? I'm happy that we we got some healthy emotional conversation. Absolutely. Um, and the episode was good too. Yeah, the episode wasn't bad. Like for it was a joke, that was a zinger. Whoa! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all, folks. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you to all the patrons at Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. Uh, we didn't talk about it specifically, but you know, if you if you join up on that Patreon, you can get exclusive podcasts. You can get um, access to our very funny and very entertaining Discord server that I tried to ruin today. I posted. I don't know, conservatively 50 gifts from last Easy. week's episode and, the, and just making some real dumb jokes and yeah, that just driving people away from us. But uh, it's not always <laughs> like that. Sometimes it's actually like legit and fun. Yeah. Um, so thank you to all those people. And thank you if you're considering joining up. If you, if you can't, and we totally understand if you can't maybe tell your friends about the podcast. Like if yeah. you have supernatural friends, like turn them on to us. 
Um, we, we, we appreciate all new listeners. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. Chris, you are. I'm at local bones and you can talk to the podcast at MOTWcast. Thank you for the people that are adding us as they're listening to episodes. We've had a bunch of that lately and it's really cool and really, yeah. really awesome to hear you guys thoughts. So stuff. thank you. Um, yeah, you can find all the links to all of that at monsterweek.cool. And we will be back next week with Supernatural celebrating its 200th episode. Is that what plays in your head when we finish the podcast? The Final Fantasy Every time. combat music? Every time. Every time. I guess that's not the combat music. That's the, that's the winning music. It's the victory music. 135, huh? Damn. Mm. Man, it's, it's really weird that they, they introduced Rowena so early. Yeah. And it's, I forgot about that. It's like, wait, why did they do that? So they did it in episode three, and we're not going to get any of that stuff until episode seven. It's... Yo, I'm not like thinking about it. I'm not like, oh, I wonder what happened at the end of that episode. Yeah, I like don't, I, I didn't remember it until you said it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs>
I said, hey, I'll be right back. And I walked around to the other side of the bar, closed my tab, and left. I didn't even say yep. goodbye. Yep. Yep. Because that's the easiest way to do it. I don't like every time. Every time I'll have a, I'll be in that situation, and I'm like, "All right, I'm calling it a night." Oh, you fucking pussy! What are you doing? What are you mm-hmm, doing? Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm. gonna do this, and you know you got to take a shot with this. And I'm like, "I'm not." Why gonna- is that the universal Ugh. response to like, "Hey, I'm gonna stop drinking"? Why is it always you fucking pussy? I know, dude. Like, I, I have been like, I'm not, I haven't been drinking for eight hours, but like by that point at the night, it was like midnight. So for think for like from seven to midnight, I'd been drinking beer. Like I, I was fucking done. I had a yeah. 16 ounce bison steak. I was bisoned yeah. out. I had to go. Yeah. Enough. Enough. I'm turning into a bison over here. I need help. Fucking crazy. People are, well, I don't know. I, I can't, I know I can't party. It's been a long established. I can't party. I can't hang. Um, I used to think I could party, you know, but I just get too tired. I just want to go home. Yeah. It's, um, I can party. Right, like I can, I, oh, I, I, I can, oh, okay. I like to party. Oh, oh, all right. I like the hot girls. I like to get down. I don't remember the, the line from that demon dude from the last episode, but uh, oh yeah. Um, but like at a certain point, I just get worn the fuck out with it, man. Uh, and then we went back to the the real bar where there was a a band playing that um with a chick singer, and like she was bouncing between like Alanis Morissette and sublime and just weird stuff or weird vibes yeah what would you what would you have done if me or i'm gonna ask you what would you have done if she started playing torn out of nowhere oh i would have picked up my phone and recorded it and sent it to you number yeah, one right right <laughs> that might like... that might have been my, uh yours and mine and autumn's first group text it would be me um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so a, yeah, a cover yeah, yeah. band doing torn i didn't even think about it i need to start requesting that when i go places now yeah, right absolutely. like i need, definitely you, need to you start guys doing know that. torn by uh, natalie abruglia <laughs> well actually it's from the band it's, she covered it from no no anybody <laughs> <laughs> oh boy It's a, it's an aspect of um, <clears throat> mainstream masculinity that I've just never ever grasped, or yeah, like yeah. like I just don't understand the shared horniness between men. Like why that's such a bonding factor. Hey, you uh, you guys jack off too? Oh, that's fucking sick, dude. Dude, dude, you play with your dick? Me too, yeah, man. Yo. I love yo. playing with my dick. I've been doing it since I was like two years old. I'm good you at it. Diddle your dongle, dude. That's fucking what sick, dude. My sick. name's Chris. What's up? <laughs> God. Man, I look at that Whatever. chick. I, I, that chick makes me want to touch myself and my genitalia. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Thanks, bro. Oh man, we're take a shit now. Yeah, the um. um oh yeah, the, and that that conversation happened. Too. <laughs> mm-hmm. This dude was kind of drunk, and he was like, "Oh man, I just ate. I got to go take a shit." And the guy, and like me and like two other guys, looked at each other, was like, "Why are you telling us this? Just go take a shit." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna go take a shit." And then he looked at his coworker, was like, "You want to take a walk with me?" And the guy was like, "No, what are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, anyway, so work trips. They're um, also I work sold trips. a bunch of stuff and you know met some contacts and did actual business things. So. Hell yeah! Did you tell any of them about the podcast, or is that sort of a, a no? Is that off limits? It's um, <laughs> it's becoming common knowledge that I do podcast. Uh huh. Because uh, somebody was asking me about it and I was explaining it to them. And then, um, like, and then we'll be at a lunch thing and somebody will like, well, Jeremy does all them podcasts. What do you think about? And it's, I don't know, some it th- What do you think about Facebook's privacy problem? I'm like, how are those two related? Okay, yeah. cool. Whatever. Just, just direct them to don't give up skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Stay away from monster of the week. Just don't, there's no association with that. I mean, your name is on it, but <laughs> I had to, uh, just- and I'm taking time off work to fly to Portland, Oregon to do duck fest. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so they know that, right? Like people are, are like, where are you going? And I'm, oh, shit. Chris it's died. Cool. I, Chris died. I knocked over my. I knocked over my Vita. Um, great news though. My Vita just started working for the first time in two years. I probably just broke it again. Let me go check. <laughs> I was trying to wipe the screen off because I noticed there was a smudge. <laughs> it's all right. No, it's still on. We're good. All right. All right. We good. Um. So yeah, they know. Like I'm going. So like, I'm getting questions. Like you're. You're gonna go do a podcast like in front of people, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how many people? And I'm like, I I don't know, like a hundred. I have no idea who's gonna show up to this fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not selling yeah. tickets to it. I mean, Gary and Cole are selling tickets, but I'm, it's not like I see those tickets right. or anything. And so I'm just confused. And um, yeah. So close like, your eyes, and it, then there's nobody in front of you. I am I am extremely terrified that like the worst thing that could possibly happen is that somebody starts talking about this and someone puts my name into iTunes on their phone and like monster of the week pops up and it's this episode, right? Yeah. No, you just say, Oh, it's uh no, it's a different, that's a different. Yeah. It was a different event. It's a different, Never heard of different Jeremy. Never career. heard of him. Oh dude. It's a, uh, it's a time, man. It's a time being a, a, a time. salesperson in, in South. Time Louisiana. to be online. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you want that in the outtakes because it's not very funny. But like, I'm totally were any of those that. were any of those outtakes funny? I don't think I, any of that was funny. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to get mad at you. I interrupted your story. I was just saying, like, this is what I do. It's so, like that's that's an example of me just not being able to function. I I just see red. I'm the problem. I'm uh I'm looking at the promo photos for the this episode, and it's like one is just Dean on the floor. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's just really funny. Oh. oh, very funny. Yeah, do you want to you want to do a supernatural podcast? Yeah, my nipples are getting a little bit sweaty. So, yeah, you okay with me saying that? All right. I'm, hey, look, I, look, I know I was anti nipples back in season one, but like at mm. this point, what you've I changed mean, your tune, huh? We, Demon I, Dean nipples. What are we? What are we? What are we even trying to pretend <laughs> that we're not into nipples Ooh, in it yeah. anymore? Dude, when we started this podcast, um. I was on Chomp Chain, yep. and I was joking with Steve, friend of the show, not the one who was on the pod, different Steve. There was some confusion. When I talk about Steve, it's not the Steven who was on uh, Monster of the Week. Yeah. But I was talking to my buddy Steve about, oh, let's rewatch all of Supernatural and make a, a show about it, a uh, podcast about it, because we both loved it. You heard that. Steven heard that. We're like, hey, guys, I know that was a joke, but let's do this for real. And then after like a couple weeks or maybe a month of planning... We we hopped on mm-hmm. and we took like a pretty steady look at it, and now look at us, <laughs> just so <laughs> casually talking about demon Dean nipples. It's it's just could you have ever imagined this is where we would end up? Let me uh let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If 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 <laughs> uh oh <laughs> if Dean could lactate, uh huh. Do you think that demon Dean would lactate? Like void milk, like in Stardew Valley. <laughs> can we if make these were the kinds the of questions? Void mayonnaise. <laughs> if these are the kinds of questions I knew I'd be answering when I first joked about starting this podcast, you know, I think uh, I think I would have jumped on this opportunity. We uh, um, well, I mean, you well, still haven't answered the question, so. <laughs> so. So here's my here's my thing. Would it look any different? Because oh, it's got it's, it's gotta it's gotta. I picture yeah. it looking different, but did demon blood look any different than regular human blood? You know, the um, uh, the real question is: um, Does it is it like a different texture? Yes, right. Um, like, it has, is, is it the same consistency? It's uh, different. It's it's more viscous. 
It's richer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more bitter. It's kind of like black coffee. I think demon. I think void milk is sort of like black coffee. Um, it's the but black coffee with, of milks, is what you're saying. But it also has still has the consistency of milk, which is um, like like natural milk, not like you know fresh out of the freezer milk or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's like straight from the cow, straight from the nipple milk, you know. Um, so it's very thick, but it but it's bitter. So we could definitely make mayonnaise out of it. Is what I'm hearing. I yeah oh oh yeah void mayonnaise no yeah no no question about it. Come to Monster of the Week for in-depth looks about politics in South Louisiana and questions if like is can, if Dean could lactate dot dot yep. dot. Yep. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> amount, how many how many uh, sentences I've started that way? <laughs> <laughs> if, if only right, Dean could lactate. Let's do this fucking podcast uh, before uh, things get any weirder. We need to commission some fanfic. <laughs> hmm.